0: Bye. <laughs> I'm Belle Benson. Welcome to another episode of Too Tired To Be Crazy on every Thursday. Today I have a really special guest. She's been on my podcast before and you guys really loved her, so I decided why not bring her back. Her name is Emily Morris. Welcome back. So happy to be back. What have you been up to Damn. since you gave me all that amazing sex advice? Well,
1: I want to know what you've been up to since all the sex advice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: wait, no, this is about okay. me. Yes, it is. We want to hear about your sex life. No, let's how talk- tough. okay. I loved being on your show. I have to say, Violet, our last episode, I just got to know you and love you and adore you even more. And then also our conversation was just like the it was so intense and great. It was like the greatest hits, like us together reveal like all that stuff about sex and relationships and how it started out with your like asking about um kind of what you can do for a man to get him to like you and get him to be into you. Like and I was like, what about bed, your, yeah. yeah, like, how do I please them? How do I, am like, well, what about your pleasure? What about yeah. your orgasm? And I just feel like I even was talking to someone recently, I was like, listen to Viola Benson's podcast that we did. Cause it's really was like a great intro to sex. If you've never thought about sex, if you're, I mean, for, for women and men, but if you're like struggling with orgasm, struggling with self-confidence, body image, um, how to perform, how to have more orgasms. Like we literally covered all of it and it felt no, really good. No, we did. I, I, la- I felt so high when I left
0: and I wasn't <laughs> even happy. <high. laughs> I remember like after the podcast, I was so thankful for the episode because I do remember that I even emailed you and I thank you because it was mind blowing for me. It was the first time that I finally kind of understood my body better and the fact that I deserve pleasure too. And I feel like it completely changed my perspective and in a weird way, in it made me want to hook up with guys more. But then also I didn't feel suddenly insecure, worried about them getting pleasure, even though I want them to. But it was more like about like, I want to make sure I come first or whatever. But then, you know, as much as like I have that in my head, sometimes I feel like it changes and I forget about my own pleasure and I want to focus on the guy. And I'm like, no, V, remember what Emily told you, like you need to come first yeah well just because or two. also and it it's not even like saying that
1: guys pleasure isn't important because of course like I'm a giver I'm a pleaser I want my guys to feel good but I just realize that she comes first is is a thing because it's hard. It's more challenging for women to orgasm. It is. We pretty much know he's going to get off. He's happier they're having sex with them. So how can women kind of learn to figure out what they like and then explain that to a partner and being like, I'm not going to give you a blowjob if you're not going to do stuff to me. And it's yeah. like a quid pro quo. Like we have to... I think that for women, we are pleasers. Typically, we want to give, 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 and then just like learning how to receive. So I still do that too. I'm like, oh, he didn't come, but I did. Okay. He seems okay with it. So. Okay.
0: So I have like a bunch of questions for you, but I just, it, this thing, this one question is on the top of my head, and I just need to know. Okay. So recently, I don't know if I told you or not, but I recently I had sex. Awesome. I'm waiting for everyone to be like, I don't know how long it's been, but <laughs> I, it was I think like you'd be 10, 11
1: months. I feel like you'd be swatting the boys off. But anyway, I should be having more. Oh, sex it's the first time with the club of guys. OK, first time in 10, 11 months.
0: Yes. Um, yeah. We had sex a few times, a couple of times. But my question is this. Um, why have I not been able to come with him? And it's not because he's doing something wrong. But for some reason, is it how? So, OK, here's my question. Okay. Sometimes when you have sex with someone that you like, I don't know if it's like the nerves or what it is, but I haven't been able to come with him. And then when I masturbate, even thinking of him, I like come like multiple times. And then when I'm with him, I like can't get an orgasm. Like it feels like I'm about to get there and then I don't. And I'm like, even I use a vibrator and I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Like why can't now I'm overthinking it. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? It's it.
1: That's it. It's the overthinking. It's because you're in your head. Think about it this way. When we are really in our head during sex, the blood is rushing to your brain and away from your genitals because it needs all that energy. So what we want to do is when the thoughts start coming in, you just got to breathe. You got to breathe into your pelvic floor, your are breathe into your vagina, your pelvic floor, <laughs> you whatever. You breathe want. into your, your vagina. Yeah, like literally like I mean your breath doesn't actually go there, but you're like like deep, deep and then and every time you do that, you reset. Even if it's you're during sex, you're like let's just breathe. And then your mind will just, it'll go away. And then you just keep breathing. And you got to bring that energy back down there because you're like, am I going to come? Why can't I come? I didn't come last time. Oh, does he like me? And then you start going off.
0: I just like try to focus so hard on coming. And then even if we finish and I still want to, like I'll try to use a vibrator when we finish, I still can't come. And I'm like, why?
1: So you can't come. And usually when you're on your own, are you using a toy on your own too? When I'm doing it myself? Yeah. Yeah, a vibrator. Right, a vibrator. So how about if... I mean, when she comes first, like, was he going down on you? Was he pleasing you at first? Could he use the toy on you? Because maybe after he already came, maybe you sensed that he was kind of no. not as focused. You really couldn't come with the toy.
0: Not, yeah, with after. the toy. While even when he went down on me, um, and like, it felt like I went past, like this one time when he went down me, it felt like it went past the, like, orgasm point. Like, you could have reached an orgasm, but then you didn't, and now you can't go back there. <laughs> yeah, it's you like, oh, block yes. It's like like, a disappearing orgasm. And I'm just so disappointed. So that brings (sighs) me to my next question. It'll happen. Okay. So my next question is this. So now it's like all about me. Here's my next question.
1: It's great. Yeah.
0: I usually used to get really attached to guys. I used to think that I get attached to guys after I sleep with them. So that was my thought process. And because that's usually how I am. And I made jokes about it before. But then when I, the first time I slept with this guy, I don't know if it's because um, we had some, not arguments, but I don't know if it's because I was too, I was so scared of like getting attached and what it was. But after we slept together, this one I when I was really drunk, so I could barely remember, I felt like I didn't feel anything for him. And that made me think that that meant that the bad was, that the sex was bad. And that's why I didn't feel attached to him. So I was like, oh, the sex must have sucked. Like, so my question is, do you only get attached if the sex is good or... Is it, does like, does the attachment change with age? Like as you get older, you become like less attached to a guy after you have sex with him.
1: Well, first of all, I think those are great questions. I think it's a case by case basis and it's also a personal thing. I feel like from knowing you that you've been doing a lot of introspection lately, you've really been working on yourself. You have been changing and growing a lot. And I don't think like there's people in their 40s, 30 who haven't done a lot of the work. So I feel like that maybe it's not that the sex was bad. It's more about where you're at right now. And maybe you realize like, it's not just about the sex, maybe the whole picture with the guys, why you're not getting attached, or maybe you're realizing that there's more things that you want right now. I don't think it's an easy answer, like good sex, bad sex, like bad sex, not attached, good sex. He's going to be my future husband. I feel like you're seeing the gradations of it now and that you have more information to make these kind of decisions and that, that there's more into it rather than I sleep with them and I'm in love and I don't, and we're not in love. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I think it's you and not the guy.
0: Oh, that's what I think. Yeah. Cause I was really confused. I was like, Oh, so I don't like him. And then the minute I felt like I didn't feel fully attached after the sex, I was like, Oh, I must not like this guy anymore. But then I, a few days later I was like, Oh no, I still do. Yeah. But I think I just been so questioning myself and about everything. Yeah. Right? And I think maybe that's what also happened. Like as much as I do enjoy, um, I have enjoyed like, um, hooking up with him. I, what do you not, let's just break this down if you don't mind, Like, because he lives, who knows, but is it,
1: Like, what are you looking for right now? A real, like a relationship that's support? Are you just looking to hook up? Are you looking for like the one?
0: Oh, you know, with all honesty, I guess I'm looking for like my person. So maybe that's why I didn't fully get attached because I wasn't sure if he was my person. And was there things about
1: him that were, because often we're, we're thinking like, what did I do? What did I feel? Maybe there were some things that were said or done that you were like, he's not my, like, he's not my guy. Did he treat you
0: well? Yeah, he's, he, he's 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 like he's the
1: best. Okay, did he? He's the best in a lot of ways.
0: I'm just so scared he's gonna listen to this episode. So I don't like okay. know what to say because I don't want it to. Does he
1: listen? They always say they don't, but they. Do. <laughs> I feel
0: like he may. No, it's not. It's it's not him. I think like I think he could potentially be my person, but I think because he has some fears, it may it caught me by surprise, and then those fears, like it's almost like. You know how sometimes you keep pushing people away and eventually they really do like leave. Yeah, And it's not on purpose. It's just because you're so scared of getting hurt, even though you may like the person a lot. Because I used to do that when I was younger. I think that's what happened with us with him, what he was doing to me. And in a weird way, like it was working what he was doing. So it, it was making me more and more detached. He's scared of getting hurt, too. More than me. Okay. Like, I would have jumped in, like, because I want to get to know the person, you know, so to see if we could date or not. But I think he was more scared. So I think maybe, I guess, subconsciously I was then, even when we hooked up, constantly detaching myself from being in the moment. So maybe that's why. Have I you guys feel- talked about
1: it? Have you been like, hey, we're both kind of freaking out. We don't know what we want. Like, what if you just call it that? And you were like, you're pushing me, then I'm pushing you. Like, let's just be real about what's going up right now. I enjoy spending time
0: with you. I know you can have those conversations. It saves. Um, time. I don't know. I like right. It's weird. Like even I don't even want to talk about this. Okay, I, but just in but general,
1: it, talking about okay. So let's pretend it's not even him. The yeah. next guy you're with or whoever, and you're like, I want to have an orgasm. Am I going to have an orgasm? That's what we're kind of talking about right now, right? Is you having more pleasure because yeah. you haven't had sex in that long? That's probably
0: why I haven't been able. I wasn't able to get an orgasm You've because, because I detached months. myself from being in the moment. Yeah,
1: because you had fear, and then also you haven't had sex in ten months. So it's like if you went to the gym for the first time what, in 10 months, how would that workout session have been?
0: Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Bite.com. Bite Clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Oh, burger time! So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under twenty thousand dollars just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Wait, okay. So moving on. For me, <laughs> I I don't know where I what's gonna happen with this guy, where I stand with him, but like I also. I, I, it's weird like I'm not even like freaked out or upset I just feel like my brain kind of make my brain kind of feels like everything's gonna work out whether together or not like so I just feel at ease that's be, why I'm not good. stressed out okay good
1: I love it but just he's like he's
0: honestly if I really think about who he is as a person he's like one of the best people I've ever met and like I like I love everything about him so like right. even if we don't work out like I do want him to find like happiness right. I honestly do okay
1: that's good well let me say one more thing though about women and orgasms is that typically when we feel safe with someone and we feel connected and that's when we're more like to orgasm so it was the first time you've been with them you haven't been with anyone in a while like there's a lot of factors going on about the wife. orgasm
0: doesn't matter okay
1: First time with some part. Most women don't have orgasms the first time. You're right. I started
0: to feel self-conscious about my body. Just text me, dude. I'll tell you. You're right. Because I started to feel self-conscious about my body and I wasn't like as like sexual as I normally would be in the bedroom. And that was annoying. So you're right. That's probably what it was. So you have to feel safe and comfortable with the guy in order to really let go an orgasm in the bedroom. Some people
1: can, but for many women, it's like when they feel like they're equally into each other, they don't feel like he's an asshole and going to leave. Why would we feel? Because having an orgasm, is the process of letting go. It's like, I don't care about my orgasm phase. I don't care what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna have an orgasm. But if we're still like, does he like me? Does he think I'm hot? Do I like him? We we can't, it's not, it's not good breeding ground for orgasm.
0: So speaking of like letting go and just like breathing in and out while you have sex again, orgasm, is it normal for women to, this hasn't happened to me, this is not how it's leading. I'm just reading now questions from uh, fans who were asking me questions. I mean, I shouldn't have had the disclosure, but I'm just really weird about this one part I'm about to say. Anyway, is it really is it is it normal for a woman to accidentally pass gas because you have to let go, like yes, you know, breathe in and breathe out? So while she gets an orgasm, is it normal for a woman to pass? Very gas? Very common, and just let it go.
1: The more you're <laughs> like, happens? like literally let go that you let. Go. You just keep going. So what? Like if you're with a partner, like ha ha ha. Can't believe you farted. Oh, gross. What if it's like it a person. down I think on it's you? maturity. That happens too, dude. <laughs> a cool person is fine with it. You just keep going. You just keep going. Like if it's like a horrible one and you're like, oh, you guys can laugh about it. But like, honestly, that's happened to me. That's happened to go- people have called in the show. And I think when you, and it could be sign of maturity. Like if you're 20, you're probably like freaked out. But I think the older you get, you're like, yeah, sex is messy. It's loud. It's dirty. You make noises. You do weird things. It's not this beautiful can thing you that you see. Can
0: you just lie and say that you queefed?
1: Sure, you could trade it for a queef. Okay. But what are you going to do? Like, oh, that was my, that was my, (laughs) that was a queef, just so you know, not, no, you just keep going. You could like smile for a second, but just if you don't pay attention to it and they don't, like, you're having sex. Like, that's the main event. But it's not always as pretty as we want it to be.
0: I'm not going to lie. I want to be mature about it, but I really hope to God this never happens to me. And I feel like as I just said that 100%, I bet that's going to happen to me just because I wish that wouldn't happen to me. Okay, but it's like, so what? It happens because you're letting, like in a way. I'm never having sex again. (laughs) That's (laughs) it. too scared. Dude, it happens.
1: I think it's a good sign if you let go and you pass gas or you cleave because you're not in the moment. It's fine. Because you're not in that moment. You're not worried and like, what if you felt it and then you're clenching and then you're like, uh, and then that's worse. I think good sex is messy, loud, dirty, and hot.
0: Okay, so speaking of the good sex, what's up with what's um um how what's a normal amount of fluid during sex and after sex? Cuz I do I have read some questions from fans where some of them get embarrassed, not even just getting too wet about like the amount of fluids that happen during sex and after and also like the scent afterwards like so is there like a normal amount or normal type of smell or you should, like, no. should you be worried if it's too much? Or okay. What? I don't think you should be
1: worried about any of that stuff because it, first of all, it fluctuates different times a month because of our hormones, different times in your cycle, you might be more wet. And then there's times of the month, like literally where you are not wet enough. Like when you're ovulating, there's just different times. So, so it's never going it, to, you're never the same. Your body is not the same. It's going to change from week to week. And so, As far as fluids coming out, some people are really wet. Some people aren't. I don't think there's nothing that's not normal when it comes to that. There's not like, well, I measured a cup and last week it was half a (laughs) cup. So what's wrong with me? So no. But if odors, and also if there's not like a normal odor or scent, the vagina is self-cleaning, self-lubricating. So you're supposed to be fine. Like don't douche and all that. But if it changes and the odor is like fishy or something you haven't had before, then you might have an infection. You might have bacterial vaginosis a yeast infection, and then go to your gynecologist and you can take something and it'll be cleared up.
0: So throughout the month, your vagina scent changes? It can, it change? You can have discharge certain times a month and other times
1: you Especially don't. Especially like right before if you're your on period. The pill, yeah, before your period, during your period. Um, if you're on the pill, things can change too. You are drier at different times. So yeah, just, there's
0: nothing wrong with you. And that's why lube is awesome, just a few drops. Okay, I can't believe I'm gonna admit this because I'm really embarrassed to admit this, but I guess- it make maybe other people feel better um like the second time I slept with this guy the second time I had sex this year <laughs> I um it was right before my period and I was feeling like my vagina feels different and I was really nervous about it I think that was one of the reasons I couldn't orgasm because I felt like I don't know if my scent was different or I just felt like there was something not off about my vagina it felt different and I felt so uncomfortable and embarrassed why? and then like even after he fingered me I was like oh wash hands and then I felt like I was like really nervous if like my vagina smelled or something and then like that's why I didn't want him to like go down right. on me or like touch me down there or like I couldn't fully be in the moment okay because I was nervous that I'm disgusting yeah you're not I mean here's the thing did you what did you, what felt different the texture the a lot of times dryer? before you get your period you tend to t- a lot of women before their period they tend to get a, a minor yeast infection and maybe not even a real yeast infection but it's like a little more like, well, it can be a little
1: drier, there drier. can be more discharge, there can be yes. more happening right before you're about to have your yeah. period. Yeah,
0: and I felt like it, I was wondering if that was happening to me, but maybe I was just in my head. So how do you prevent, like, should you just, like, taste yourself before you have sex and make sure you're <laughs> good down there? Or, you like, could taste, you could have, it, set, you know, set check. Yeah, for sure. Like, see, how do I smell? I
1: always wipe up before sex. Like, I always use a washcloth, go in the bathroom, use a wipe. There's are just great yeah. sex wipes, like called freshies, and you just kind of... I don't know. I just have them by my bed. I'm like, wipe up. So, but sometimes it could be something's changed. It's just hormones. So it's you've women's never felt bodies. embarrassed about like, oh, I have for sure. I'm trying to. Yeah, I mean, of course, I've I've had things that were like, would you would
0: that ever prevent you from having sex if you're not sure? If I had
1: an infection or something, or of course. I didn't I would. have an infection. No, but like, I'm trying to think. No, I've had like a yeast infection. I've had everything. So yeah, there have been times where I was like, I'm not something's off, and then maybe I don't have sex. Or there have been times where after we have sex, I'm like, oh, I feel like something's off and i just will say something i'm like i don't, it's just women that's what happens to us i think the more we call it we're so shameful about our bodies about and men our men like don't
0: care their balls can smell so bad and they're yes. like they'll still be they like don't care. You, you blow me exactly
1: they don't, they don't care. care dude the guys you want to be with are not going to care that's they're going to understand that every woman is different
0: yeah that's true um so speaking of sex again what's um Do you have a good method for good sex during period? Do you believe in period sex? I do, absolutely. I think that every woman gets to decide if period sex is right for her. Like for some women,
1: yeah. So then just put a towel down.
0: That's the method. That's it. That's the method. (laughs) Yeah, it's messy. Take a shower together, have shower sex. Oh my God. Wait, there's no way you like having sex in the shower. Okay. Well, that becomes a slip and slide. Well,
1: this is because I have methods for that.
0: What's your method?
1: Oh my God. I, there's a, there's a company called Sport Sheets and they, they have a a line called sex in the shower and they have this really cool, like, um, uh, thing that you could, it's like these, I have a great video on my Instagram, but like you, you, you suction bars that you put up so it holds you in place and then there's a thing for your feet and you, it keeps you in line. Like, it's in my shower. That's one thing. And also, I feel like you need lube in the shower. I mean, you don't have to buy anything. But bring your toys in the shower. Bring lube. And then if you want to have sex in the shower, it is can be dangerous. You can just do this thing where you bend over and you grab, like, your legs so you're, like, anchored. Like, you bend over and you're grabbing them if he wants to enter you from behind. Or just have foreplay in the shower.
0: No, f- okay, forget forget that part. I'm talking about... Because of all the water going down, doesn't it become eventually a slip and slide into your vagina and no one can feel anything? Well, that's why. no, that's actually, it actually dries you out. And that's why you
1: have to use lube, have some silicone, put that, I think I gave you Uber lube in the shower. Wait,
0: that dries you out? Yeah, which is
1: funny. You think that like, if you're in the shower that you're going to be really wet, but you actually, it, it actually has the reverse effect of it can dry you out. So you actually need lube in the shower.
0: What about sex in a hot tub or a pool? Not safe.
1: Not That's safe. where you can get bacteria infections and things like that. Yeah. Sorry to burst your bubble because I hated when I found that out as well. Yeah. I mean, with people one still of my boyfriends
0: I had sex. I, I like want to make you like like some sexy night. I was visiting him and he he lived out of state and we had sex in a bath. And I, I got a, I got a, a UTI. After. Yeah. You can get a UTI. There's like, because it also,
1: it's drier and then there can be tearing. So you can get you tired. And also, if you're in a hot tub, there's
0: all those chemicals. But that's when all the water goes in your vagina. So that doesn't feel great, right? Uh,
1: where, in the hot tub? In the hot tub or in... Yeah, in, and it dries th- it out. I'm telling you, it's a weird thing. And there's chemicals that they're using to clean the hot tub. Like, you don't want that inside of you. You can have foreplay in the tub, make out, and then throw a towel down again, and then have sex outside the hot tub. It seems really hot and romantic and all these things and all the TV shows, like, bah, like sex in the hot tub, <laughs> but it's just not all that's cracked up to be.
0: I had sex in, the, in a hot tub the first time with one of my ex-boyfriends, the first time we had sex. And like after a while, I couldn't feel it because yeah. I felt like it was slip and slide. But maybe his penis was small. His penis it's was small. <laughs> See, women are
1: so quick to judge ourselves for being like, looser. I can't feel it. It's my fault. But maybe he's just was
0: small or not hard. Um, do you have any tips for good sex with men who do have smaller penises? Because I- obviously- Every size is beautiful and like it on, it doesn't fully matter. The size doesn't matter. So do you have any tips? I do. So for,
1: listen, for many women, first of all, let me just say this. Our orgasms happen not through a penis. So just know that, that only 20% of women orgasm regularly through intercourse, through penetration because of the penis. And it's not even because the penis is so massive and big. That's a preference. Like it might feel good. Sure. There's women who are like, oh, bigger, better. I like that feeling of fullness. But your G-spot or internal clitoral nerves where you can have an orgasm are only like an inch and a half inside anyway. So it's not even about the deep thrusts that are going to allow us to have an orgasm. But if you want to feel more fuller, feel more of a fullness, and you're with someone who's smaller, it helps to put a pillow, like if he's on the bottom, to have like put a pillow underneath his butt so he's like elevated or it's like lower back because that helps you feeling okay. more so he's elevated or you're, so you know what I'm saying? Because he's up more so there's like deeper penetration that Got way. Got it. It can also help to have like um like doggy style sex. Like if you're lying on the back of the bed and like you're you're folded over the bed, then he can have deeper penetration that way. Like if you're or if you're like against the wall and like you're leaning back, that allows for deeper like anytime we're bending, it allows for deeper penetration for him as well. Um I'm trying to think what are the other positions. Woman on top is great because then you also are that's when he can put a pillow underneath him. If you're on top and he's on the bottom. It, it elevates his, him more like his, so he's, you're getting his entire girth and then you're on top. So you're controlling the depth, the penetration, the motion, all those things, the speed.
0: So does deeper penetration give you
1: better pleasure? Or is that a myth? For many, no, it can. For many, like we just like how it feels, the girth. So, but no, I mean, it's not a myth. It's just different for everybody. Some people are like, women are like, I want girth, not length. It's more about the girth and the, feel, the fullness than it is like the length of the penis. Um, I'm telling you, like, and, and a lot of sex is about, Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery.
0: The most amazing advice, which I haven't used yet, which is so annoying, but the best way to go down a girl. The Kiven method. Yeah. I okay. want you to re-talk about, re-mention it in case anyone hasn't done it yet. You missed it. Okay. The Kiven method to oral sex. And we have a lot of this
1: at my website, sexwithemily.com, my podcast, because people are like, I want to see a diagram. So essentially, the Kiven method is brilliant because it's so you're lying down on your back. The woman's lying down on her back like this. She's facing the ceiling. Your partner is coming. I wish we had like sex dolls or something. Your partner. I'll do it. So you're lying down. Your partner's coming in perpendicular. I could come over to you. Yeah. You're lying down. So he's can I walk over? Right. Okay. So he's coming in. Wait. He's doing Okay. So he's coming in this way. You're lying flat. You're chilling. He's coming in perpendicular. So this way, he's going on your clitoris, right? Your clitoris is there and your legs could just be but he's going back and forth he's licking this way back and forth back and forth because then he's covering more of the clitoral nerves rather than up and down and what i'm explaining here is like from from your left to your right like going from thigh to thigh rather than eyeballs to your toes because these covering more surface area so he's licking back and forth perpendicular he's lying perpendicular his mouth is going back and forth not up and down
0: isn't that a good of <laughs>
1: You don't even need to Because you could just be lying Okay We're going to have sex You're so cute Show him that Show him the freaking diagram Because you're okay. covering more surface area of the clitoris Do y'all get that if you're watching the video?
0: Okay, so I definitely want to try it with the next guy that goes down on me Yes, send him the link I send The next it to my I boyfriend. guy goes down on me
1: No, no not now, ex-boyfriend <laughs> You're like, you have a boyfriend?
0: Ex, years ago okay.
1: I was like, do this tonight Yeah let me know if you have questions.
0: The next guy that goes down me, I'm gonna be like, no, 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 no. Position your body differently. Eat me out. It's like easier this. for them too, and the reason why it's so popular.
1: I mean, I talked about it on my show once, and I literally have never had so many goddamn callers who were like, "Thank you. I've been with my wife, my partner for five years, ten years. She's never come so quickly. It was the best orgasm she ever had." Blah blah blah. It works. You're covering more syrup. The clitoris has eight thousand nerve endings, and it allows you to to lick most of them.
0: I love it. <laughs> no. I love my clitoris. I'm so thankful for it. <laughs> good. Every um, night are you like, I'm grateful. I haven't even masturbated clitoris. in a while. What's up? What's a healthy, how much is, how much is good masturbating and how much is too much? You
1: know, that differs for men and for women. I think women, if they have the time and the energy and they should
0: master, could masturbate every day, twice a day. Is it better pleasure to masturbate with putting something inside of you? Or can you? is it still going to be good if you just masturbate with just on your clitoris? Because you don't have... It's all
1: good. It's all good. Listen, I think for many women, their first orgasms and their first experience, and I think the majority of women still, it's clitoral. It's, they're on the outside. Yeah. They're not putting their fingers inside of them. Which is so funny because men always assume that when we say vibrators, that they're these big phallic things. <laughs> You've seen, I've given you, yeah, dildos. Yeah. I've given you, they're like little tiny. Oh, and I have like my vibrator necklace on, which is like... This is a new necklace I have. Did I tell you about this? I have to bring you one because we just yeah, sold I want out. I one. I know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get you one. So this is called the Crave Vesper. It's a friggin' necklace and it's a really powerful vibrator. So here's the thing: it this can give you a killer orgasm. It looks like a pen. It looks like the like your pinky. It's the size of your just pinky. like a
0: vibrator for the go on the go. Yeah, you always <laughs> have it around your neck like, while you're
1: driving. Yeah, while for real in a meeting, you're in traffic. It's Really quick and. A lot of women just require vibrators. Like they're they're not gonna get it from anything else. So now you always fucking have it on your neck and it's pretty. Like I mixed it in with my jewelry. No, oh, that's I'm- So this is how most vibrators are. They're small or they're round or they're little clitoral things. So yeah, for women, now internally it's the G spot or clitoral nerves, whatever people wanna call it, because the it's there's an interior spot for women where you can also have orgasms, but it typically for most women, having a clitoral orgasm first can help you have other kinds of orgasms if you're into that. But for most women, they're just clitoris. They're rubbing. They're doing that.
0: How do you convince, you know, I'm don't. I'm not i not going to ask this because I don't know what? if I'll have anal anytime soon. But I'm dying to have anal. <gasps> okay. um, wait, the other question that I did have is that. I you know all your listeners are going to be like, why didn't you talk about <laughs> anal? Okay. I've been wanting to have anal. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I've just been dying to have it. Because I haven't had it in so long. I've just been wanting to get back into it. Get back into (laughs) eating. Get back into my workout routine, my anal, (laughs) eating healthy. (laughs) Um, I just haven't found the right guy for the anal. Um, Anyway, my other question is that. With what you do for a living, which honestly is amazing because you're helping so many women. And by the way, like anyone that doesn't know Emily, she not only is the best with like sex advice and all that. And she's so good at it and smart. She's also like such a sweet, like kind, amazing woman and inspiring. And like, I love how down to earth you are. So my question is that people who don't know you, especially men, do you feel like the type of job that you have uh, prevents you from meeting the right guys, or guys who maybe want to date you, or they a, are too afraid to date you because they think you're like a sex goddess, or they get the wrong idea when it comes to dating you.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I've been doing this for 14 years. So I have to think that there are some guys who are definitely intimidated because an expert at sex, like, and I'm still trying to figure out my own sex life. But I also think that those aren't my guys. Do you know what I mean? Like a guy who is super intimidated. He wouldn't even come into my purview. I won't know him. And if he's at home and the, I really want to ask Emily out, but I'm so nervous that she's going to be in the bedroom and like be like barking out orders. Like I literally think these guys think that I'm like going to be sitting there with a bullhorn, like to the left, to the left, <laughs> to the right body. Like, what are you doing? And I'm not, I've been like a normal, I'm pretty, I could do anything in the bedroom, but I'm not going to be like pulling out all the stops, even though I have a house full of sex toys and gadgets and gizmos. But I am not, yeah, I think guys have been intimidating, but they're not for me. But maybe it has prevented me. I'm not with anyone right now.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I
1: am chill and down to earth and cool. My job is sex. Yeah. But do you
0: ever feel like because you have this empire that guys are intimidated or they just feel like, do you ever feel like it's harder for you to date because you're successful? Forget even the sex part. Yeah, I do. I think that I think it takes a certain type of man
1: to be, well, you probably have this as well, to be with a woman who who kills it, who makes her, that we don't we don't need them for their money. I don't care if they buy me stuff or pay for dinner or any of that. Like, I think that could be, especially if they're struggling, especially in LA, like they're trying to make it, they're building a brand. Yeah. They're trying to get more followers and you're killing it, you know? Like, I feel like that can be intimidating. So it takes a guy who's done his work, has a s- strong, say, who has self-confidence. Yeah and has, has an has emotional intelligence and i think that is something you cannot teach and i think that emo, and by emotional intelligence i mean like you've done work you've gone to therapy everyone needs therapy start now start in your 20s your 30s like it's never too late but get into therapy your insurance covers it you might have to pay a little bit but it is the best money you can ever spend yeah. and so so i think guys who are freaked out by that shit like they again not our people we will find that person that is it that's already has their own stuff going on and they look at you or they look at me and they're like, wow, Violet, you're you're killing it. That's, I'm so proud of you, girl, what you've done on your own like the last yeah. whatever years. That is hot. Like that's the sexiest thing about you.
0: Like they're that's so a guy confident. You, yeah, that- they're so
1: confident that it doesn't take away from them that they're like, that's part of what they're so into. Yeah. And I think I've dated guys who are into it at first, but then they're like, they see my money coming in or what I'm doing and then that can be intimidating because they're still working on themselves or they're still struggling. It's, yeah. hard. it's hard when you're with people who just don't have it yet. A lot
0: of like men, I, f- I feel like they don't realize that we are looking for different things. So like success and our like su- the type of success we look for is different. Like a lot- what I look for in a man is like stability, just emotionally that is up there, like lifting me up, inspiring me. I s- inspire him. Um, I feel emotionally safe with him, physically yeah. safe with him. So mentally safe with him. So like, it's about for me feeling safe and knowing he's there for me versus Oh, because like one of my ex boyfriends was so rich and I never felt emotionally connected to him. So it didn't matter what he could buy me or where he could take me. Like I just wanted to connect with him or talk to him and. Like I just never got same.
1: That. Yeah, no, I've had that too. I've dated guys with money, without money, all the things. And they're just either you have the connection or you don't. But the thing is, it can be really hard for men to kind of reconcile this like primal urge to be the caretaker, to be the one who's who's dominant, to be the one who's, you know, leading and and and, you know, killing going out and killing the bear like the, yeah. our, our ancestors, like I need to hunt and kill and provide. And so I think that there's something very primal about it when guys are like, well, if you don't need me in that way and you're making more than me, it just makes me feel like less of a man. But I do think we're in a different time right now, 2019, where women and men are, but we're all killing it. We're doing well and we don't need each other in the same way. So that's why we're seeing the decline in marriage, decline in births, all these things happening because people are like, I don't know why I need this. And and so I think we're all trying to redefine what relationships look like and people are more into open relationships or they're dating longer and delaying marriage. So the divorce rate has gone down only because we're delaying marriage. We're waiting till we're older, more mature to get married.
0: What are your thoughts on open relationships?
1: My thoughts are that for people I know within Aaron, healthy, open relationships, whether it's polyamory or swinging, they operate with the most intense communication I've ever seen. Like everything's on the table. They are talking about stuff every day. They're working through jealousy. They're working through insecurities, but they're doing it together. And I actually have several people, friends, get listeners who actually have made it work and and it, I know that for most people like that can't work. That just means you want to bang other people. But if these are the people who are in these relationships realize that they can either love many people or they usually have a primary partner or they see sex as just like, yeah, it's like we went to a play tonight. Or we went to sex we, had sex. we saw a movie or we had sex. It's, they just use it as like it's an activity. It felt good. It filled them up, but they still have their primary partner and they don't. They might still get jealous, but they literally process it to the point where they eventually, for many of them, they get off on hearing like, how was it with that guy last night? What did he do to you? And again, not for everybody, but also monogamy is not for everybody. I know many people who are unhappy with monogamy. And I think people are starting to realize now that open relationships isn't some crazy, hippy dippy thing that if they both kind of want to experiment and play together together, once they set boundaries and they operate this, they have to have really fierce communication and honesty that it works for them.
0: But do you feel like some women, men maybe too, but do you feel like some partners maybe agree to open relationships because they don't want to lose their partner and they don't want their partner to cheat on them. So it's almost like they do it because they have to, but they don't actually enjoy it. Yeah. It's kind of like threesomes. like, yeah, okay, I guess I'll make out with the chick because you want the threesome or whatever. But yeah,
1: and I think that's the wrong don't ever say yes to something sexually or romantically that doesn't feel good to you. So, but those aren't the people I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that like, I know, like I have some personal friends intimately. I've known them for 10 years, five years, and they are in, they operate in a really healthy like place where they're open or they're swinging. And it's, it's, it, they're like the most loving couples. Like it's pretty fucking cool to watch them navigate it. And to be like, yeah, last night she went out with this guy. It was really hot. And I, I go to dinner do that? With yeah. I've been in an open relationship. Not as like, it was just for like a year to a year and a half. And it was more like I had a primary partner. It was in San Francisco and we saw each other like once a week. We knew like if he had an event or I had an event, we would be each other's plus one and we'd hang out. But I was dating other people. He was dating other people.
0: Yeah. So I would. doesn't totally- that mean that you guys are just not, um, not, um, exclusive like we not exclusive
1: yeah there's so many different ways to look at it (laughs) and i would be more open honestly like i have been in open things and i feel like a lot of us are because we're just dating a bunch of people and not telling them that we're sleeping with other people so a lot of us actually are in open relationships or open or we're just kind of casually dating but yeah you know but do you believe in monogamy i believe yeah i believe in monogamy but i believe in monogamy i believe in like monogamish to like quote Dan dan savage i think that um, I think what this is personally for me, and everybody gets to decide. And in fact, most people I know who have alternative relationships start out this way. I want monogamy for sure at the beginning. Like, I don't think you can start for me open. Like, we love each other, but we're also sleeping with other people. I think you need that time of really like it's just us, and we built out, and, and then we decide after a year or two or ten that oh yeah, let's let's go to a play party or let's go figure out what it'd be like to be with someone else and then we would talk about it and have boundaries so i think i could do it but right now i mean where i'm at now i'd want to be monogamous monogamous first
0: yeah i definitely want to not be monogamous when i first start talking to a guy even though sometimes it seems like it's guys don't believe me when i say that but i like it to just go slow to see if i like them and even if i'm not talking to anyone else i feel like the pressure of feeling like you're you're already attached to someone without getting to know them ruins everything yeah so like for me, I'm okay with being in a quote unquote open relationship in the beginning, absolutely. But then I want to move into monogamy. But how soon in?
1: The, right. because like, I think sometimes we rush into it too quickly.
0: You're right. I so, don't
1: know. so I feel like what happens is we're like sleeping with someone three or four times, and then we're like, maybe it's over a month, and then we're like, well, I don't want him sleeping with someone else. So let's like lock it down because even I if, can't like you even don't even we,
0: like him enough yet. Yeah, oh, we don't,
1: don't even know. It. Yeah, I don't. Huh? I, I can't handle you being with someone else. So let's stay committed. Let's get committed. Let's be committed to each other. But then I think we might say yes cuz it's so new and exciting and that's like the best time in a relationship or that's the most like where our horm- our those love chemicals like yeah. oxytocin's we're like connecting and bonding. But then it's like you don't know someone after a month. You don't even know someone after 2 months. So I think sometimes we rush that process that it's okay to not want to sleep with anyone else when you first start seeing someone, but I don't think it also means that you should lock it down too quickly. Because I, I think we got to know
0: each other, especially as you get older, because like that could maybe be like your future partner forever. So I think it's better to take it slow. I agree with yeah, that. And I think everyone gets to decide too, as long as they're um, honest. Do you have um? Do you have a good advice when it comes to knowing how to kiss? I know. <laughs> oh no. Do you have a good oh, advi- do you have advice for like how to kiss really good? I feel I, like no one ever asks. That's always about penetration. It's such but, like, a good
1: question. I feel like kissing is like a dance and that you have to like, I think a great thing to do is sort of pay attention to like, like, almost like doing like relaxing your mouth. I think sometimes we get too tense and there are exercises you could do that like relax your jaw. Like if you grind your teeth at night, which I do, like I have like a tight jaw. Like you want to like make sure that you're like, yeah, fluid. And that when you're with someone, you're just sort of like, it is like dancing, right? Like you kind of follow each other's lead. And so what I can say is that my advice for kissing is to kind of go slow to kind of start, don't just like start st- sticking your tongue in right away and not paying attention to the other person. Um, I think my best advice for figuring out kissing is to say to someone, if you're not liking how they kiss, show me how you, how you like to kiss. Like show me how you want to be kissed and then i'm going to show you, you how i want to be kissed and then you kind of figure out an amalgamation of those two and you like
0: kiss. how do you know how much tongue to put in or do you move your tongue around or like how much is too much biting lip biting i feel like it's just um natural That's i think natural. it's a na- but no i've had times where i'm like am
1: i a bad kisser like i've stumped up with someone <laughs> i'm like is it me is it them and then when I relax into it, it's not a problem anymore. Like I've had people because I think people are like if they're a bad kisser, I'm out. And I don't agree with that. I don't even agree if they're bad the first time they should or you think they're bad because it's fucking sex. It's so hard to figure out what you want. So I think my best sex advice across the board, whether it's kissing or sex or oral or anything is to slow down. I think we go way too fast. And if you like make out. Maybe you're just doing like light kisses and then there's a little tongue and then there's a little nibble and then you go back to the kissing and then your mouths, if your mouths are like relaxed, you kind of get into a flow, you know? Mm. But if you're feeling that it's too, just kind of stop for a minute and be like, I'm nervous or I'm, and then breathe and then go back to it again. But I think when we're trying to figure out kissing and we're in our head, it's not going to flow oh, with true. someone.
0: What's a good way to like nibble on a guy's ear
1: um, or a girl's ear? Like, I think like Liquid, and then like a nibble. It's like a nibble. It's not a bite. It's like a, like a little like, um, just like a tiny like. Use your tongue. Make sure it's wet,
0: and then just.
1: Should like you navel, breathe in the gu-
0: in the person's ear? Like, the ZA turn them on? Some people like that.
1: <laughs> Not too <laughs> heavy. Listen, there's a lot of nerve. I the ear and the, the nape of the neck are so ignored. I love doing that. Me I too. Think so I think to like lick it and then blow on it. And like some people love their ear kissed or licked or breathe it. Some people don't. So, But I think, again, test it out. Do like a little breath or like say something in their ear like, you're so fucking hot." like whisper in it. And see if they're like, oh, that feels good. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go down on me tonight. (laughs) Wash your
0: hands. (laughs) Like sexy things like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Dude, sexy things like that. Your dick is a lot smaller than I thought. <laughs> I don't ever talk about their penis. No, no. To no. But I think, yeah, I think, like, but I think we, I love that you're asking this because we fucking, we forget that the ears, that the neck, nape of the neck is, I know, I'm like, my neck is so sensitive. Like, it, I love that. And I, I feel love like,
0: kissing a guy's neck.
1: Me too. I love it. I love kissing their neck. Like, I kiss all around their ear, oh. the inside of the ear, the back, like everywhere. I think that they're into they're it. They're gooch. They're gooch. <laughs>
0: It's uh, the, tape? the the balls, the you know, area between the balls and the butt They love that. No, but I'm kidding. Tape? I don't know if they yeah. like it. I like it. I think it's funny. Yeah,
1: they like. Yeah, they <laughs> showered.
0: They um, all showered. Um. Anyway, I know you have to go. So thank you so much. By the way, for coming on again. I feel like you have to come back. <laughs> I will. Oh, no, dude, we're right on the corner. Yeah, go we'll back I, on mine too. You I'm coming on yours soon yes. again. So, um, is there anything that I? didn't ask you that you wish i did even though it doesn't matter because we don't
1: have time we've got um no i just adore being here and i love watching you change and grow and like stand up for yourself and figure out what you love and what you like and
0: i love that too yeah
1: i adore you if there's nothing else no just keep doing you and i'm out my podcast sex with emily i do three a week so um, sex with emily uh it's on three days a week yeah i release three podcasts and then i'm on sirius xm radio every night five o'clock pacific on stars 109 and all my social media is sex with i'm emily.
0: coming back on her podcast so that in a few weeks
1: oh good we booked it
0: i love so it So i'm excited for that, that was a blast and we
1: had breaking news last time
0: anyway and uh <laughs> and also where can um where can people find you on social media uh it's sex with emily across okay, instagram so- twitter
1: facebook i'll add sex with emily everywhere and then the podcast is sex with emily and questions feedback at sex
0: Great. So she has a website. Check out that she she has a bunch of toys. toys. Oh, and- the vesper, you guys. This is a great gift.
1: It's sixty nine dollars, like one hundred fifty bucks, because it comes in gold, silver, rose gold, gold. You can get engravings on it. Um, you can. It's just like meditate, masturbate, manifest. I come first. It's elegant. It's beautiful. It'll make you come and feel cool. So if right. you're
0: not watching my YouTube uh, vid- my YouTube channel video and you're just listening to a podcast, she was pointing at her necklace vibrator. Yeah, com slash Vesper. Great. And you can find her on Sex With Emily on all social media platforms. Don't forget to check out her podcast, which I'll be on soon. And make sure to DM her if you have any questions. And again, thank you so much for being on my podcast. And thank you guys so much for listening for another episode of too tired to be crazy don't forget to rate me and give me five star review i will love you forever i really do need those reviews i think i do do. anyway love you guys so much and i'll see you guys again next week Bye. bye